All right, guys, Pat is still scuba diving in the Maldives, which means Bren, Gretsch, and I are going to hold it down. I'm going to be kicking off the first big board draft on Underdog on Friday night, and I need a tune-up. I need my first draft of the 2023 season. I haven't dabbled yet, so Gretsch and I are going to hop in one of these way-too-early drafts. I'll share the link in our Ship Chasing Discord, and we'll see what we got cooking here for 2023. Let's do it. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> this is why. This is why I'm hot. Anita hand, hand job. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you Tony? You can't handle the heat. He looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> ben Gretsch, how we doing today? Good. How you doing, man? You're about uh you're about to head out to the Super Bowl tomorrow. I am. Yeah, flying out uh tomorrow morning, so you know, trying to get uh everything in order. I was I was thinking today, as I got my like luggage together, I was like the last time I traveled was when we all went out to Vegas for ship chasing drafts beginning of September. I was like I was not a father yet. Pat was not a multimillionaire yet. Uh, the world was a, a much different place last time I traveled, at least for me. I, I mean, I, I've been in the same spot since then. But yeah, you and Pat have had some changes for sure. No, uh, how are you feeling about um, leaving April? You you sent a, a pic today that she's two months old today, which feels like that flew by. But how are you feeling? Like, yeah, I know the first I mean, time I left my daughter's, I was like a little bit uncomfortable by it. It's different. Yeah. I'm definitely conflicted. I've done this uh, trips like this with underdog in the past was out in LA with them at the Super Bowl. I've done a couple of their draft events. So I always look forward to it. It's always a good time, but yeah, I am conflicted and mainly, you know, I'll, I'll be fine missing April, but uh, I just don't like leaving uh, Lauren hanging too much, but she's going to get some help. Her parents are going to come over her sister's going to come over one day. So she'll get through and uh, you know, all those <laughs> times and uh, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll be good. Quick trip. I come back on the red eye Sunday night. So not, not dilly down it will be hightailing it out of phoenix yeah how uh before we you know jump into draft season how have the first two months gone man good yeah very good she's uh it's interesting because everyone always is like oh say goodbye to your sleep or you know whatever she's been sleeping incredible at night like she will is she getting through the night already not not fully through the night but she'll do four and a half five hours and like do two of those chunks um, but the problem is, is from like 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., she just does not want to sleep. She just wants to be up. And so my free time and our dinner times just don't exist. But it's a trade-off I'm willing to make if the alternative is not sleeping at all during the night. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. She's already doing like big chunks like that at night. That's great. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, is April drafting yet? Soon enough. Soon enough. I have gotten some onesies for her. I'll start to have to. Uh, she pointing at the pour. screen. like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah by exactly. weeks <laughs> i oh my that's what what if what if her first words were the week 17 schedule for the 2023 season just oh, rattled no. it all off just <laughs> um all right fine I'll, I'll show i'll show the picture real quick that i uh i shared with you guys i'll throw it up on screen just because now that we're talking about her but she turned two months and now i'm one of these mushy dads who is uh likes to show off his kids but there's april two months today arm casually over the pillow just oh, chilling so freaking adorable man the little booties on got a little hair on top now just chilling 
That's awesome. And she's like, she's starting to smile all the time now too, which is just like a really fun thing. Cause like the first, you know, you know, six weeks or so, they're just, you know, almost just uh, sleeping all the time and not very, uh, not too many expressions. And now she's smiling a bunch, which makes it super fun. Yeah, for sure. That's, mm. uh, I'm excited for you, man. So much happens these first, you know, I mean, just the first two months, you've already gone through like three or four st- like distinct stages, I'm sure. Uh, I yeah. can't really remember that well, but I know that there's like a couple, a couple big ones. The next, like, you know, the first six months really totally. And then, and then the one year is the next big benchmark They they start walking and stuff. I mean, you got a lot, a lot coming, man. A lot of, a lot of phases, a lot of, a lot of change in that first year for sure. I know I'm excited. It's but one of those things where it's, it's exciting, right? And you can't wait for all those different milestones, but then you know that each one represents a brand new challenge where you have to basically solve a, a new code uh, yep. that didn't exist before. Yep. Um, and, the, and then the worst is when they start walking. When they get mobile, you're like, oh shit, we got to keep an eye on her at all times. Yeah. So you can't just put her in like the rocker or whatever. I know I've been taking on her walks and I just throw her in the carrier and it's incredible. We just, you know, she just conks out in there and I'm like, pretty soon she's going to be wanting to go at her own pace and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, Well, I will not, uh, you know, bore you guys with too much baby talk. I did just drop the link in the discord for anyone who wants to join in. It will be a private 12 person draft. Like I said, underdog only has the private and um, sit and go leagues available right now. The big board will be dropping. I was a little bummed Ben because I didn't quite think through this. My thought was, I want to do one of these drafts, get my reps in before I'm doing an on-stream draft Friday that's going to include the rookies, but these don't include the rookies. So uh, I don't know. Have you dove in at all or started kind of perusing this class? I haven't dug into the class in a in a heavy way. I mean, I, <clears throat> I know the big names at the top. I, I don't know the stuff that Pat usually hits us with, <laughs> you know, the – the February drafts were able to hit like a lot of rookie names that are in- intriguing names from like round 14, round 15, round 16 that end up in like round 10. You know, we don't, I don't have this year's sky more or anything, but the, the big names, I mean, you have JSN and, and Addison and uh, Quentin Johnson, I think are the big receiver names. Uh, Bijan Robinson and Gibbs are the two big running backs. And then you have the two big quarterbacks, Bryce Young and Stroud, Michael Meyer, uh, the tight end is supposed to be pretty sweet. So, yeah, I mean, most of those names I'm familiar with, but I don't know enough about the profiles and everything at this point. This Jalen Hyatt guy way down towards the bottom um, was the top receiver in, I want to say it was, uh, who was it? Somebody's mock the other day, and it got a lot of attention on Twitter, and he's from uh, Tennessee Speedster and not as well-liked, but – because of his speed, some people are projecting him to maybe be the first receiver off the board. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I go is the one that's still throwing me off. Um, and I'm sure people in the chat, maybe you can tell me, like, I thought we were last year at this time saying like Jackson Smith and Jigba is like going to be one of the greatest wide receiver prospects we've ever seen. And now I'm seeing him mocked as like the fourth or fifth wide receiver off the board. And I know he missed this past year, but has that much changed that he's, he should be falling this much based on what he had done early in his career? No. Um, I think people don't think he's like an alpha. He doesn't, he's not like a huge dude. We watched some film of him last year on the show. I don't know if you remember, but I was like, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like blown away by his speed or anything on tape. When we watched it last year, I was like, yeah. But his production speaks for itself. I mean, it was incredibly good, even with Garrett Wilson, Olave, all those guys there. And then um, 
didn't play a lot this last year, but I think the main thing is like there's some concern, at least on these mocks and stuff, that the NFL teams draft capital wise aren't going to think that he has like a legit ceiling that he's more of a floor, but he's not, I think he's like a really high floor play. I think he's a guy I'm definitely going to be in on the more that I look at it and like see that his price isn't out of control. I mean, this time last year, it was like, he's going to be the, the number one overall rookie pick, you know? And now it's yeah. like, you're going to be able to get him like, I don't know, mid to late first round in like super flex leagues. It's like, yeah, I'm probably going to be all in on it. Cause his pr- production profile is very good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about him too. I was checking out uh, the Ringers uh, draft guide and reading their stuff. I forget who he had him comp. I think he had him comp to like Amon Ross St. Brown as kind of like stylistically. Right. Yep, that um, would make which- sense. I was watching some film of him the other day. That would make sense. I mean, he's probably more athletic than Keenan Allen, but like he's definitely like a, a slot receiver at the next level. He's not a big dude, doesn't have a big frame and also not super athletic. Um yeah, you're kind of hoping for like a good slot receiver, but he draws volume and he is good at receiving the ball. He had a lot of, you know, after the catch plays in, in college, who knows how much that'll translate if he's not super athletic, but I mean, he's at least good enough to rack up receptions and and be like a high floor play, right? Like he looks like he's definitely going to draw volume and also catch like a poor man's Larry Fitzgerald or something, you know, like, I mean, in yeah. terms of fit, he's not the athlete that, that fits is, but um, yeah. I mean, man, dude, this feels so, this feel, I know I did a bunch of playoff drafts, but this feels so weird to draft a season like two. You got any, any takes here? Uh, AJ Brown, Devontae Adams, Jonathan Taylor, CD lamb, Barkley. I mean, I think I'm probably AJ Brown or Adams or lamb. Sure. Yeah. Let's Brown. do Adams. They might get Rodgers yeah, or mean, something. I mean, Adams is a safe, safe pick. It, I mean, I would say Adams, Adams, you know, definitely delivered on his draft costs last yeah. year. And that was without the offense really ever humming in a way I think people thought. And so if you get a reunion with Rodgers, I mean, he's up to what, 105, 106? We're going to get a little closing line value here at, at 1-9? Yeah, there, I mean, I think he should probably be going ahead of Diggs the way Diggs didn't close particularly well. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I. it'll be interesting. There's a lot of receivers, so it, is, it might be hard for him to move up is basically what I was thinking. He's like wide receiver six there at ninth, so like he'd have to get ahead of some of the other receivers. Is he going to go ahead of Tyreek at any point? I don't yeah. think so, but. I, I Yeah, I guess that's tough. I, I, could see, I could see him getting up right after Cup. I could see him flipping Diggs and Tyreek, but yeah, Tyreek will probably be a tough one for him for him to do. I guess – a lot of like how the stuff around Tua shakes out this off season will be interesting as yeah. well. I mean, I know he's officially now out of the concussion protocol, but it's still like, man, what's going on there. Yeah. That's going to be tough. It's actually, I mean, we're not going to be able to stack him. We don't know his quarterback's going to be, but we're back up Taylor in the second two Oh four for Jonathan Taylor. Should we still, you do it? Are we, are we worried about the avalanche? You know, I, mean, I, I, I kind of want to get that anchor running back. This dude was like the 102 last year. He's not bad. They gotta, they're going to get a new quarterback in. Like, if they can get their offense figured out a little bit, we don't know who that coach is. We don't know any of that. But, like, Jonathan Taylor is still Jonathan Taylor. Do you all remember what he did in 2021? Yeah. 204? Trevor says, heard that superhero RB is a good strap. Maybe it's time a ship chaser tries it out. You know, here's the thing. You know how they'll say NFL coaches, they don't want to tip their plays in the regular season. They save all of it for, you know, 
we can't tip our tip our plays here in a way too early draft. We got to save some of the good stuff for when the big money's on the line. You know, there's only $108 up top on this one. <laughs> We're not going to be winning the two million like Pat. We're going to be dominating uh, $108. Garrett yeah, Wilson, if, if 205. You... Love it. Love it. Yeah, I, I, I think his ADP is uh, not that far behind this. I think he's been like a late second guy. But, of course, ship chasing room. Got to get here going in the uh, mid-second. The uh, Mahomes yeah. and Allen at 112 and 202. How do you feel about that? Feels rich to me. Yeah. Uh, I know Paul drafting out of the 12, though. Paul's a sharp guy. He's got a, a method to his madness. Hurts going here. I mean, I, I guess I fully expect this um, in drafts this year, although I guess I'm maybe slightly surprised it's happening in a, in a ship chasing room. I thought maybe we'd all play a little game of chicken kick the quarterback can down the road a bit more. So interesting that we are uh, frothy collectively for these quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, there have been four running backs off the board and three quarterbacks and we're approaching the end of the second round. We're going to have as many QBs as, as running backs taken through two rounds. If we get, you know, one more QB slotted in here, that's, that's insane. What do you, what do you think about, you know, obviously you see some big flippings based on, you know, Waddle, T Higgins were, you know, they, they hovered in basically the third round. I guess Waddle slipped a little bit with that injury stuff, but then you see Alave, Devonta Smith and Garrett Wilson all leapfrog them based on their performance this year. Do you think that's justified or that Higgins and Waddle should still be going ahead of those guys? Uh, this is different. I, I've mostly looked at some FFPC ADP and I've seen, Waddle still ahead of those guys. Not, I, I think Wilson was ahead of Higgins. Alave was like further down than this. This was pretty rich for where I was seeing him over there. Uh, whether it's justified or not, I mean, I I think it's a different discussion for each of those players. I think it, it's kind of a mm -hmm. tier, right? And it's like, it's, I mean, and maybe Amon Ra is a part of that tier as well. I don't know that he necessarily belongs all the way up there as much as I am really in on him. Um, how those receivers shift. It's it's a lot like last year's second round. And Lamb was sort of in the early offseason, the guy that was getting pushed up to the early second. We didn't really know if we liked that. You know, collectively, by the end of the offseason, he was pretty firmly in that, you know, that second tier of receivers with Adams and Diggs, in part because they didn't really add a whole bunch of people in the way everything shook out. But everything kind of behind that, there was a whole next group and and it was – it was a long tier. We talked about that a lot. I think we're going to get that again this year. These are a lot of really interesting names. I'm not really like confident on where I want to slot them around each other in, you know, in February. Yeah. Uh, I know you, you won't love this take. And again, it's, it's not me saying it's right, but I could see if Devonta Smith has another big game in the Super Bowl and AJ Brown's a little quiet, I wouldn't be surprised to see Devonta flip AJ Brown in ADP just yeah. with like recency bias and how the season finished and you can already see the reaction right here with Devonta going in the mid second no, it, round it's a great idea and I think the market should do that AJ Brown's been undervalued every season <laughs> of his career I've made a profit off it every year I don't like him in the first round let's get him falling down I'd love to get <laughs> you AJ Brown. so you're rooting are you so you're rooting for a dud an AJ Brown yeah. dud in I, the Super let's Bowl just so get a complete dud in the Super Bowl let's get Devonta Smith going for 300 it would be beautiful god damn it God damn it. Are you seeing this board right now? Yeah, it's time. I am. It's the first of the year.
can't play the, the whole clock. clip because we have to make a pick here. Uh, what are we click gonna on do? wide receiver. I mean, I'm down with Hopkins. You want to do Godwin's fine too. Oh right? yeah, Godwin's good too. I mean, this is a, let's do God. He's DJ Moore like here fifth. too. Yeah, yeah, he's been going like the fifth. These guys, there's there's some there's some receivers, not in a, in a ship chasing draft, but in most drafts that are available into like the fifth round. Yeah, it's beautiful. There Godwin's go. a good pick there. I mean, yes, Brady's uh, gone, but like Godwin's still a really good wide receiver. I believe, I think it was Kyle who made that ship chasing avalanche clip. Uh, I don't know if you have that file still saved on your computer, but we can update it with some names. You start throwing Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson in there. We can get that clip updated. Lots of clips going to have to get updated this off season. Donnie says late to the show. What is the format for QBs here? Seems like a weird ADP. This is just a standard 12 person league best ball. You start one um, similar scoring settings or format as like a, um, Best ball mania. It's just not a tournament format. It's just a self-contained 12 person league. This is ridiculous, dude. Click on receiver again real quick. I mean, we have to take another receiver. <laughs> this is for I, I don't mind going back to Judy um yeah. in this spot. I don't I don't even mind Michael Pittman or Keenan at, at this. At, I think Pittman's gonna wind up a little bit cheap this year. I Keenan had, had been sort of fading in some of the peripherals and actually looked better this year, but he just missed a lot of the season. So He's not a third round pick anymore. You can get him in the fourth, even in an avalanche draft. Like him, Pittman, Judy are all fine picks for me here. I, I'm down, buy, Judy. If you want to do Judy, I kind of like Judy. Are you buying it all? The uh, there was the athletic article that saying Keenan might potentially be a cut candidate for the Chargers. I think that I would actually be buy. good for him. Like he will land for him. Teams, yeah, don't you think? Yeah. Me and Sean were kind of talking through this uh, this week, and, and like, where else would he go? Like. Guys that are vets that they want to go chase the ring. He hasn't ever competed for a title yet in, in Los Angeles. They typically love to go to another team in the division where they can go after their opponent. The Chiefs are not beholden to Juju after this year and would love, like, Keenan Allen would just give them what they were hoping to get with Juju in that role. I think they would just grab him, and I think he would love to go there. If they actually yeah. cut him, I think he's a Chief. Like, it, and to me, like, I, I understand the the money element. I understand that he's, what, 30 years old. But on the other hand, like, we saw how neutered that offense was this year for Herbert when Mike Williams was at. And again, I know they're different players, but, like, that team was starved for weapons. Where it's like when you give Justin Herbert weapons, that offense hums. And when one when Mike Williams was out, they were just such a vanilla offense. I mean, if they let him walk and then you have Mike Williams who can never stay healthy, like they could be having a year of rolling out, you know, Josh Palmer as their wide receiver one. It sounds awful. Yeah. The issue is when you go to over the cap, you go to like the cap space, you go to their contracts. The reason this speculation is out there and it's reasonable is if you go look at it, like, what is it, five of their top 10 uh, cap numbers for next year? have to, if they cut those players they would get like negative cap savings right so it would cost them money to cut them so they're not doing that obviously uh of the other five keenan allen is a part of that and you know they could save 14 million by cutting him they need to clear like 25 million and they don't have a lot of high dollar players that can clear that kind of money so i mean yeah. it's really natural speculation but from a team perspective what you're saying is 100 like they need to add receivers. How could they possibly get rid of Keenan Allen at this stage of Justin Herbert's career? The whole issue so far has been they have not had receiver depth. When Keenan and Mike Williams went down, they were they were nothing. They had nothing. That you know, Josh Palmer has not been enough of a hit where you can cut Keenan Allen. You need to be adding a new third receiver. But obviously, the cap is you know a thing. Unless they can do 
restructures or whatever and other, you know, cap gymnastics to, to get their number down. I mean, they're going to be, but yeah, I mean, can you imagine if Keenan Allen was in Kansas city? I mean, it's not just like that. We, we say this with everyone. He would be what Kansas they wanted guy. Juju to be. Right. Is what would happen. He's <laughs> actually good at drawing volume. Like with, you give yeah. him Mahomes, like, and he's always been really good with Herbert, but I mean, he would, he would smash with Mahomes. Holy crap. He really would. Um, what do you think of this uh, tight end run out here? So we obviously had Kelsey go 1-4. Um, Mark Andrews still available. TJ Hawkinson goes in the fourth. Kittle, the third tight end off the board early fifth, which was actually about where he was going last year. Um, surprised to see Andrews kicking around? Yes. I mean, yeah, it's definitely later than I would have expected to see him go. I think that's probably fair, though. I don't think people – another thing we talked about on Bananas recently, but, I mean, there's a little bit of a primacy effect with him where he was so good for the first six weeks that it's hard to recognize that from week seven on he was, like, really bad. Oh, the chat is letting me know I'm an idiot and uh, I'm going colorblind. Mark Andrews went 3-5. Thank you, chat. We're a little rusty out here in these uh, inaugural draft streets. Oh, you thought he was still available? I thought he was still available. Sorry. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Uh, look at this board. Look at this board. Uh, green and purple. Green and purple. Definitely some interesting wide yeah, receivers, though. still good receivers. I don't feel <laughs> – I mean, this Josh Jacobs 80, 80 feet. Jesus. Um, we got to get Boomer – like, you got to release the link to, like, some Boomer chat somewhere. This, of, it's going to be a long offseason. I said this. We got to go receiver again. The running backs are going to be there. The, I'm not I, – I would prefer to go late round quarterback, frankly. I mean, Pickens and Deontay, one of those two. The, the Steelers yeah. are, are great guys. Yeah. Or uh, I'm, I'm good Bateman. At, I mean, There's, yeah, yeah, these are good names. This uh, Chris says, laugh my ass off. The board looks like you tabbed out a receiver. That's what every fucking ship chasing draft looks like. <laughs> <laughs> looks like underdog got so fed up with us. It just removed them all. Underdog should release a tournament to troll us. That's just quarterback, running back, tight ends only. <laughs> they wouldn't fill it. <laughs> they would. It's only us sickos that play all, play all the drafts. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just is, saw your note. Exact- from the from the avalanche, you sent me a private chat. Who do you want? I was watching that avalanche. I was like, are we on the clock? Like, I wonder who he's going to trap. No, this is so he goes. Kyle Pitts goes in the fifth round here. When we were talking about him after the season, I'm not taking him till the tenth round. I'm not taking Kyle Pitts. I said he would be going in the fifth, and then he will end up in the fourth round uh, by the time Best Ball Mania closes. So we are we are directly on schedule here for everyone coming back around on Kyle Pitts. That. Uh... It's a fun team. AJ Brown, Barkley, ETN, Ramondre, Pitts. I mean, mm. you're gonna need a backload of receivers, but gotta zig when everyone zags. Pete, you gotta zig outside the avalanche. Man, I need to read up on this Javante Williams injury because I that stood out to me in that first FFPC draft. And uh Javante Williams now going here in the sixth round. Well, this to be draft. fair, this is an avalanche. I mean, we still have True. like Joe Mixon on the board. I think I just saw Josh Jacobs was the last running back before him, and he's been going in like the third in the early drafts. So dude, I, I think we could make a case for Fields too. We could. Uh, Who's at receiver? I mean, there's a lot the, of quarterbacks. There's still Gabe. There is a tier. This feels like a tier gap yeah. here. Yeah, we don't need to go there. What, who's that running back? Fields, I'm fine um, with. Oh. Yeah, you want to you want to grab Fields? Let's do it. Fields seems like a fun pick here. Yeah, yeah. 
thousand plus yards if they get him any kind of a receiver, like yeah, thousand plus rushing yards. Uh, if they can get him anywhere to where his passing numbers are, you know, modestly yeah. better than this, he he averaged Jesus 149 passing yards a game. Can yeah. we just get him to 200 passing yards a game? Because <laughs> then he's going to break fantasy sure. football. Like, yeah, and they—I don't know—they could—they could pull a rabbit out of their hat with one of these uh, wide receivers potentially. You know, um, I've seen them. I know that they were all hype. Like, I'd seen Keenan as a one that they floated. I'd see them photoshopping uh, T. Higgins onto Bears jerseys. Um, I don't know how realistic any of those are, but if you gave him, like, if you think about just how those guys win, right? Mooney and Claypool on the outside. What they really need is a good possession guy over the middle. Like a Keenan would smash yeah. in, in that setup with fields probably. But also just like offensively, they just need to be a little bit different. They need a better offensive line. They need to, you know, they need to do some things. Lamar went two picks later, Pete. I'm already kind of regretting that. I mean, fields showed really good rushing ability. He was basically Lamar on the ground and yeah. then not as a passer. And even if Lamar's not in Baltimore, wherever he is, like he's got the same rushing upside and more passing upside, I would say. So that's. Yeah. I do wonder, like you do see the trends of, you know, I feel like Lamar is what, hasn't he rushed less each year of his career? Probably most quarterbacks do. So that wouldn't surprise me. This ADP for Trevor Lawrence is is much uh, more palatable than when he was going in the third and fourth round of those FFPC drafts. Yep. Yeah, this is more like the traditional QB window is usually what, like round seven to nine, round nine to 11. Yeah. I mean, like six is at least. We're talking about a lot more receivers off the board before these quarterbacks really started to go. This gap between Burrow at 302 and where we took fields – is, is probably right, you know. I mean, I, I don't even know if Burl should go there, but there should be a little gap between those high ones. If you want to push the high ones up, I get it, in the first couple rounds. There should probably be a gap to the rest of this group, but we're getting into the range where, yeah, sixth round, seventh round, it's worth taking them. Yeah. Uh, this drafts? is definitely one of those drafts where, um, yeah, where you don't have to force the stack with, uh, with any of these guys. I don't know if anyone's... I've seen haven't seen anyone really forcing a stack yet. I guess Herbert Mike Williams here. Um, that's the only noticeable stack I've seen. And then yeah, the double QB here from Sacrilegious just to get the two QBs and be done. He's yes. gonna feel the squeeze at wide receiver though. There's no rookie receivers in this. His third receiver is gonna be like MVS. <laughs> yeah. Um What do you think about this? I, I agree with this, Hassan. Uh, that's an interesting ADP for Algier. Do you think he should be up here going ahead of Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce, Najee? Feels a little aggressive. Yeah, ahead of Najee. I mean, I'm I'm definitely not a Najee. Cam Akers actually looked like Cam Akers down the stretch last year. Like he looked healthy. He looked good. Yeah. Uh, he looked like I know. Pre injury. We know the Achilles is like an 18 month thing. He looked like he got to the 18 months and was good. You know, yeah, which is uh Feldman says, what's the right P Ryan ADP given mix and cut likelihood? I mean, I think oh, we're on the clock. Uh I don't geez. know. Mixon's cuts likely. 
I don't. I, I think I would actually maybe take Mixon here. What? Yeah, Mixon, or would you kick the tires on Waller if Rogers goes and build out that team bet we made? Sure. That too. Yeah. No, we know. have we have Adams. The um, the thing about the P Ryan Mixon stuff is even if Mixon were to get cut, and I'm kind of with you, I'm I'm doubtful that happens you still have to suspect they bring in a back, you know, either right. draft a back someone right. it's, it's hard to b- imagine P Ryan, just all of a sudden ascend- ascending yeah. to even, I don't know, 70% of the backfield. So I think you'd want to balance that. Project P Ryan is 27. He'll be 28 in September. So going to going into the next year at 28, he's not like a young spring chicken. He's a, an effective back, a big back. We liked him a lot last year, had him on like every freaking team, but, um, like season-long team, but I don't think you would ever assume that the Bengals would go into next year with just him. And then you go look at like Mixon's contract. They could save a lot of money by cutting him, but they would leave some dead money on the table for sure, like $5 million in dead money. They'd save another like $7 million. I think they think he's like an effective part of their offense. They can go into – like they want to have a running back like him they use him at times. They just know that they're better off passing, but they don't think it's like they don't want to get too one-dimensional is the way I've looked at the Bengals compared to like the Chargers when they got out ahead in the playoffs and couldn't run the ball, right? And now, I mean, they just couldn't sustain drives. The Bengals like that they can pivot to a run-heavy offense and they think Mixon's better than he probably is. I kind of don't think he gets cut. The way they've used yeah. him is suggested they kind of have always thought he's more than he is. But I would I would love to see him get cut, frankly. Like just for like the, the Bengals offense and what that would mean. What do you what do you think here? <clears throat> um it's getting pretty gross. We could stack uh field. What about James Cook? You could do James Cook. Running back? Like he's the one that popped out to me at running back. Uh what about who are the other receivers? Did you see anyone? What were you gonna say? It was I was just going to say Mooney we could stack, but we can just grab Cook here. Oh, yeah. Um, Mooney would have been a good pick. We ran out of time. Sorry. Actually, new rule, guys. Gretch and I get to draft Brian Robinson, but we actually pretend that it's Bijan, um, this player. <laughs> and then we get points for Bijan that we <coughs> manually uh, change on the side. Bijan in the eighth round. Yeah, what a steal. Singletary's a free agent. Dave mentions it's uh, – could be wheels up for cook he had a good first year yeah and i i don't like it's hard for me to know if it's just because they've never had a back that they felt comfortable really going to in a full bell cow capacity or if that's just like a philosophical thing to where again i just i don't know their their whole kind of how they've deployed the running backs even the way the they did stuff with Hines after that trade like i have a hard time getting a read on the bills and their running backs agreed and I think they're probably going to continue to be a committee to some degree, even if Singletary is not back. But I mean, Singletary is one of those free agents again, where like we, we look at everybody who has, you know, bad seasons and potential, you know, cut candidates. We look at guys who are free agents. We're like, Oh, that guy's not going to be there again. Singletary is like a perfect example of a player where he's not going to get major offers in free agency. And I do think the bills like him, like, don't you, I mean, I I feel like the most likely scenario is Singletary is just back on a modest deal because he's not going to get blown away by the market. Who's going to give Singletary, you know, a big free agent deal? 
at the running right. back position. So I just feel yeah. like they'll probably just have him back. But um, Cook can can still see his role grow, even if that happens. Yeah, it. it I agree with you. I think there's probably not a lot of downside risk at this price. I mean, worst case scenario, this is about the price. I guess worst case scenario is like CEH was going in this round or range last year, like an eighth round pick, you know, the presumed right. lead back on an awesome offense. But I think, I think we all agree James Cook is a better talent than CEH. It is kind of funny. We just took him over Alvin Kamara, who is, <laughs> is falling quite far. <laughs> yeah. Joe, in between Joe Mixon and Alvin Kamara. Good Lord. It's wild. Very well. We do get our Trey Lance goes off the board, pick 94 at the end of the eighth round. I mean, that's where it was going last year. I think that's higher yeah. than where he was at this time last year. It's got to be. At he this time like, last year, for yeah. sure. He was late yeah. last year. We uh, can't help ourselves. Another year of drafting. What would be the trifecta? It'd be Trey Lance. It'd be Kyle Pitts. Who is the other... Oh man. There you go. Your guy Romeo Dobbs goes. Jesus. What do we got at receiver? Will you go uh check the board? Yeah, so Mooney went. Juju's still floating around, which probably should. Oh my god, this this wide receiver board here is disgusting. Absolutely disgust. We should have taken Mooney that last pick. Yeah, we definitely should have. We, we I should have let you talk. I was, I was all excited about James Cook. As soon as he oh, said that, man. there was like one second on the clock. I was like, yeah, I mean, Christ. He's in the eighth round, even in a wide receiver avalanche draft after being a fifth-round pick last year. If we're picking fields, we're picking Mooney. I mean, in the eighth round. No brainer. Now I feel like I'm destined to take Josh Palmer as a direct way to leverage taking Jerry Judy over Keenan Allen. Keenan walks. Josh Palmer grows into an alpha wide receiver one. Josh Norris takes a daily victory lap on Twitter. <laughs> what do you think about like Juju or Michael Thomas? Or I mean, like these are, I don't know about Michael Thomas, but he, he probably plays again, right? I, I mean, those, I honestly, those are better talents than, right? I guess we're going to take Juju. <laughs> well, let's just take Josh Palmer. I mean, I just can't even. I can't bring myself to click Juju or Michael Thomas. Josh Palmer? <laughs> I already told you, in this in this scenario, Keenan's walking and Josh Palmer's their wide receiver one after Mike Williams hurts his ankle in week one. Trust oh the process. God. Josh Palmer's just not good, dude. FF Disguise wants us to take our third Raiders pass catcher. Uh, we could do it. We definitely could. <laughs> Yeah, Alec Perry. Guys, trust me, it's all yuck. I mean, just it is what it is. Every wide receiver being taken now is yuck. I guess we could just start just wildly overdrafting. Dude, all Josh Palmer had the exact same catch percentage, yards per reception, and yards per target as last year. In his second season, he had the exact same and to the to, to the tenth decimal. Same I love fucking some consistency. I, love I mean, they weren't good numbers. The they're, yeah. they're very average. I really couldn't, Johnny. I was staring at Juju, and I'm just like, the guy has like fucking two catches a game uh, for the past eight weeks. I just can't do it. I don't blame you. I know. I know it's gross. Um, all right. 
Let's recover here. So we have one, two, five, one, our team so far fields at quarterback, Jonathan Taylor, James cook at running back wide receivers, Devonta Adams, Chris Godwin, Jerry, Judy, George Pickens, Joshua Palmer, and then tight end Darren Waller. Um, <laughs> you want to take Juju? I mean, I've passed out of the last time. Oh, I mean, it's him or it's going all the way down to chase Claypool to get a stack with fields. Yeah. Yeah. Screw it. Give me Claypool. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the 17th round, and I'll still be making excuses not to select Juju. <laughs> Stephanie, if Juju wins the Super Bowl MVP, I'll fucking eat my hat. After we missed Mooney, we had to take Claypool there. I think that's yeah. Do you think Juju still thinks he's elite? Uh, this is like Laden thinks. Everybody write down what Juju thinks about his status being elite. Uh, Juju definitely thinks he's still elite. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Tyquan Thornton, I saw mentioned in the chat. That could have been a fun one uh, if he can make any bit of a year two leap. We also, uh, yeah, we probably should take, we could take Rodgers as our second QB since we made such an investment in Waller yeah. and Adams. Although, we're not sure he's going there. He doesn't well, have to. They could get, there's no other free agent quarterbacks. <laughs> Could they the get uh, a rookie? They could get a rookie. <laughs> I mean, it's not a good team, but just relax with the stinks, all right? Like, yeah, just just relax. Uh, there's the, a possibility uh, that they trade up, and if they don't get Rodgers, they use that to because they what are they like seven right now? I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, seven. Pick seven, they can get a QB there, or they can move up into – I mean, obviously the Bears are trying to move back. They would seem to be a team likely to to potentially try to jump Houston and Indy. They'd have to give up a lot. But if they wind up with, like, you know, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, that'd be pretty sweet. It could be. Um, yeah, this is, a, this is a good point here. Um, you know, in honor of trying to figure out if we should take Rogers, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's, this is a, this is a darkness. We're, we're clearing our minds, we're trying to figure out where we should draft Aaron Rodgers. Okay. You know what I just realized as we were talking through that? If we're going to take Rodgers, if you're going to stack up Rodgers on... Stack that bitch up? Then the next way to stack that is you take Jordan Love super late. Ooh. Right? Like that's yeah. that makes him a lock to be the starter. Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love stack should be a thing in early drafts. I like that. him to a different team. I like that. Um... Because Love looks way undervalued if Rodgers actually gets moved. And if you're playing Rodgers to get moved, I mean. Man, Jordan Love board. went in round nine of this draft? The chat is saying and WM Love took is our – did WM literally take Rodgers while I, I had a black screen going? I think, I think that's I what think happened. So. Yeah. All right. When the bit backfires. Jordan Love went in the ninth round of this draft? He sure did. Wow. He That's sure impressive. did, Ben. Pete, we're no going to have to take Deshaun Watson. Oh I mean, 
fucking god. Like, or like, David Montgomery with our Bears. <coughs> There's no reason that Deshaun Watson should be going after like Jordan Love. Um, where do you think DJ Chark lands? I have no idea. <laughs> like, that's... Um, what do you want to do, man? This is so gross. Whose idea was it to draft tonight? Uh, I mean, do you want to take David Montgomery? <laughs> I don't I, we're taking David Montgomery. Trust the correlation. Backing up the Bears. A, adjusted Fields lifts all boats, I believe is how the saying goes. <laughs> Bears to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, all right. Yeah, now, now you could say you hate this team. Now you could say you hate it. He's also a free agent and, uh, I mean, he's the kind of guy that might actually get a little money in free agency. He's a little bigger. I'm calling it right now. David Montgomery is this year's Josh Jacobs. The guy that goes way too late, that shoves it down our face. This will be my only share I have of him all year. Well, who's he playing for? The Bears? In this scenario, yeah. Okay. Where he's the Josh Jacobs. Where it seems like he's on the outs. Does he does he have a fifth year option coming up too? Could we have the same thing where they don't pick up his fifth year option? No. No. Only first round picks. Only first round picks. Josh Jacobs was. Sky Moore, twelfth round. Pouring up. Roll the clip. Not. Not um, quite in that mood yet. I still don't know what Wow, Rashid Shahid. Paris Campbell. Um, I would be fine with DJ Chark. Um, I don't know. Could the Texans get a decent quarterback upgrade and make Nico Collins interesting? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that that would make Nico Collins interesting. Yeah, let's go. Ch- Wait, I mean, Odo Beckham, right? I can't. You can't? I mean, is this guy ever going to even play another snap? He was coming back from a Super Bowl ACL tear. Like he missed. Look a at year. how sad this this blurb is. Two months ago, <laughs> odds of siding with Dallas fading. No fucking shit. Yeah, he wasn't even a year back yet, but he's going to be you know eighteen months removed now. I can't imagine something Leone would hate more than us asking him to come draft a way too early <laughs> ten dollar team on chip chasing on February eighth. We still have like five more rounds, huh? We sure do. We sure do. We're in the thirteenth round. Is our next pick six more rounds? Six rounds. No we rookies. Have six to more take. picks. What are we no gonna rookie. do? How do you well, like? Who does these drafts without rookies? Like, I, all I want to do is take rookies from here on out. I'll tell you what, Ben. I'm feeling nice and warmed up for my draft Friday, though. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna be able to get every wide receiver drafting with. Uh, Jack and Brett Coleman and the fantasy flock, those guys will gobble up the running backs and I'll be able to have my fair share of wide receivers. It'll feel like taking the weighted vest off. Hassan, you want to see the wide receivers. This is best available wide receivers in the 13th round. Odell Beckham, Adam Thielen, Curtis Samuel, Nico Collins, Tim Patrick, Miko Hardman, Allen Robinson, Isaiah McKenzie, Darius Slayton, Van Jefferson, Robert Woods, Richie James for the audio listeners. I mean, did any of those players score 100 points this year? (laughs) No. 
I, I, a I, lot I think, of players uh, that were drafted in this range last year and sucked all year. Mm. And it's like, ah, well, we, we know those names. Tim Patrick. All right. Oh, yeah. We're going to do that again. I guess so. Yeah, I actually like this one. Mecole is interesting to me of those names. Man, Zeke Elliott still available. I, I we're probably gonna have we're probably gonna have to take another running back. I mean, my God, we're not taking Zeke. <laughs> That's where you draw the line. He's getting cut. Like when, that one's very clear. Well, he's going to land on the Bills, and then we're going to get all the touchdowns dude, between he can't James Cook. Play and Zeke. anymore. He couldn't play two years ago, and he's proven it two years in a row. He's like Todd Gurley at this point. You wanted to, I mean, radioactive to me. Yes, that is where I draw the line. Yeah, how far down do we have to? Yeah, this this feels like a KJ Hamler draft for sure. Zeke should probably go undrafted. <laughs> if there's one room where that we might comply, it is this one. Andrew wants to know why you're hating on uh, Nico. Because he hasn't been good in the NFL. Why? Why not hate on him? He wasn't. He wasn't very productive in college either. He didn't really show anything that had you indicate from a longer. When we take like the long view, we look at college that that he was like a productive player in college he was a an athlete kind of a projection which is okay sometimes but like he hasn't done anything through two years to then back up that he's anything more than like just a guy but i mean in best ball just a guy can still work we took josh palmer so it's like the exact same player true man i i did just realize willis passing on his boy zeke elliott multiple times Willis, you can't pass on him in the 13th. You're legally obligated. Otherwise, your brand, your Zeke brand is completely done, Willis, if you don't take him here. I hate to say it. Wow. Taysom Hill over Zeke Elliott. He wanted to pull that bandit off. He was like, thank God. Let me pick as quick as I can anyone else. I'll pick Taysom Hill. If you tell me I don't have to be branded as Zeke anymore, we're going receiver again. Which one of you is GME holder? I can never remember which of you is that username. Um, I'd be down to go Meekle. I'd be down with Curtis Samuel, too. Yeah, I'm fine with that. What's what's your Meekle case? I mean, just that he's been one of the better Chiefs wide receivers this year. I guess that speaks more to the other wide receivers and less about him. And when he has played, he's been really good. Like his stretch in the midseason was solid. He's a free agent. Curtis Samuel is is fun if you're uh, um, get starting to get excited about Sam Howell, which I want to be. There we go. There's our backdoor stack. Yeah. Yeah, Curtis Samuel has a lot of dead money this year. If they tried to cut him, they could cut him post June one save some of that, but they're probably going to have Curtis Samuel back for one more year. And then they got some void years after that, which means I think they'll probably use him too. What what was that? We should probably start thinking about second quarterbacks. I do see Sam Howell should definitely be on our radar. Uh, I think Derek Carr's sort of a no brainer above this group. He's going to start somewhere. It's just that he doesn't have a landing spot. 
these QBs, like it was Stafford a few years ago with the Lions. They they go really late at this point in the offseason when we know they're not on a team. But like he's a good quarterback. He's 100 percent I don't know, 100 percent but 90% going to start in the NFL next year. There's too yeah. many QB needy teams. And like the, the nut outcome is he lands with like the Jets. And he gets like right. a really good young skill position group. I would love to see him there. I mean, he's a he's a no-brainer at this stage. I was trying to talk myself into him. I mean, like with even with the Saints stuff, I mean, it sounds like you think he's a huge upgrade over Andy Dalton. I don't know if I would be like huge upgrade over. I just feel really confident that he's going to start somewhere. He's good enough. Um yeah. but no, I mean, I actually think he would be he'd be a, an upgrade over Andy Dalton, but like kind of a weird choice with the saints. I've seen that discussed a lot. And I was like, why? And I saw it discussed on those terms as like an upgrade over Andy Dalton. It's like, you need something completely different than an upgrade over Andy Dalton. Like your whole offense sucked last year for the saints, right? Like they were bad. You're not just trying to improve Andy Dalton. I don't know. I would like to see him land somewhere where they have more talent in place, a better roster in general. Right. I think the jets are that team. Yeah. The other one is Tampa. Tampa's got to get mm. a QB now. If he landed in Tampa, we have Godwin. We'll have a nice little stack there. See, okay, Tampa would be fun, right? Because then you, you still get the AFC or the NFC South, which all those defenses suck. You get all those dome games, and you get way better weapons than you have in New Orleans. That would be fun. Right. The weapons. And are- we get our stack. We have our stack with Chris yeah. Godwin. See, we yep. just manifested it. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Where did Elijah Moore go in this draft? Good question. Uh, went uh, in the eighth round, pick 93. Right ahead of Donovan Peoples-Jones. Okay. I mean, still pretty cheap. Uh, someone wants to know where did Ridley get drafted? It was like the third round. Yeah. Yep. Fourth pick round. 28. Oh, That's aggressive. Look at this. Kicked off another quarterback run. Sam Howell, Geno Smith, Mac Jones off the board here at the end of the 14th round. We got a nice two QB built. I like it. We probably need another tight end, though. Cole Komet season? Yeah, is he still available? Oh, I think I just saw him on the other board. He's probably not. No. Nope. We could get Kate Otten, stack him up with Derek Carr. Yeah, like it. (laughs) Well, you know what? Isaiah Likely is a pretty fun pick. Yep. He was good. Chelaney Woods is a good pick. Second year tight end breakout. Tail is old this time. Yeah, and I mean, their quarterback play was terrible this year, but he was fun. Yeah, Bellinger, another one. Just crank some purple here at the end. There goes Chelaney. Are we pretty confident on Carr to Tampa Bay? No. no. <laughs> We're just throwing shit against the wall. We're manifesting <laughs> available QB opportunity. and I mean, everyone is, is also talking about the Texans, the Colts. You know, the, the Raiders is obviously not going to be where Carr lands, but they're one that obviously is being brought up with Rodgers. You have the Jets being brought up with Rodgers. The Texans and Colts as, you know, presumed landing spots probably for the top two rookies. I think you're going to probably have at least two, maybe three or four rookie starters this year. Um, I think the two are locks. 
But the point I'm trying to drive home is there's like eight available quarterback jobs and like two quarterbacks to take them. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like likely of these available it. ones. Yeah. Certified ballers only at tight end. Yeah, I like it. Oh, there you go. P Ryan in the 15. That's not bad. Donovan wrote Albert. No, I unironically want to take Albert. No, because I think that was more of a coaching thing. And they got a new coaching staff coming in. I do think in these drafts, self-contained league, super early, I think three quarterback, three tight end is, is definitely probably optimal. All right. I feel like I mean, Fields' car is enough to do two, but I'm, I'd be down to do yeah, two. Yeah, I guess there isn't really anything that jumps out at quarterback. Ritter. Ritter's going to start. Ritter, Purdy, Purdy I could see as well. Yeah. Tannehill. I mean, it's just, it's tough to, I mean, there are going to be some rookie starters this year, so it's not, there's not 32 QBs you can feel good about right now. I would, I would guess there's only... 29 or 30 that are even available to be drafted that will start. I found this on the web. And then, you know, of that group, some will get benched midseason or whatever. They, you know, every every season there's typically about 48 to 50 starting quarterbacks over the course of a season. About half the teams use a second quarterback at some point, injury or otherwise. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> Brady has the third QB in case he comes out of retirement again. I think there's funner ways to burn a roster spot. Yeah, we can still take Visca. <laughs> we can make Visca our 18th round pick. For the yeah, so series. we're at a two three eight two build right now, and these are twenty round draft or eighteen still. So um, two three, we only have three running backs. Yeah. Oh, nice. Showed a lot of restraint. Mm. Pierre Strong is who the chat's been thrown out. I mean, I definitely like that name. Let's do it. I love how we we did the thing where we took we took James Cook too early, and then we waited so long that the the running back (laughs) names got gross again. Uh. Paul, I don't think either of us are enough of a masochist to run another one of these drafts. The next draft we do on the show, we will have uh, rookies included. Feels good to get the drafting itch, but man, without these rookies, this is this is like a, a Black Mirror episode where they're like, imagine having to draft all offseason without any influx of new talent. Yeah. We just got to find the old guys that aren't going to fall off. I, I like how the chat now has just turned into just shouting out names of random people. <laughs> nice. Hi, Chandler. That's a name I have not heard in a while. H Plays says, when does a rookie's draft come out? Underdog is launching it on Friday. Friday evening. And you'll be there. To do that first draft, right? Correct. GA says, I don't know any of the rookies. How do you think I'm spending my six hours on the plane? I'm just going to be studying, devouring prospect guides, advanced metrics. I will emerge 
in the desert of Arizona, wielding an infinite amount of rookie knowledge. Yes, so much EV to be soaked up. <laughs> Hop in these drafts. Hop in these way too early drafts with these idiot ship chasers and load up. What I'm do we need? Positional. I mean, I think you could justify. I mean, my thing with the three quarterbacks and three tight ends is just if you have one injury. Um, you're just completely sunk in a self-contained league. And it's so early that so many different things can happen that I don't mind tacking on the third QB through third tight end. But I think who's the QB also, you want to take? That's is, a problem. Is there I mean, one? Pur- you don't Purdy or Ritter. Purdy or Ritter. Okay. Well, Purdy, I, dude, I think there's a legit chance he's just not healthy enough for most of the year. He's got a torn UCL. I know all the reports are that he's fine, but like, can't that just, that just be optimistic? Like, I don't know. Obviously, I don't understand the UCL, but in baseball, that's just like a no-no for him to, to yeah. be able to come back that quick. Um, tight end, I'm totally down with. We should get another one. Do we only have two more picks? We do. 17 and 18th. We went from having six to only having two. So are we good with four backs? You don't want to – guess we don't really have a good another back to add, do we? Um. Zonovan Knight was pretty good as a rookie. Someone said Dearnest in the chat. Um, it's gross, man. I, I guess oh, is Jordan Kareem Mason. Hunt a free agent? Dearness probably does wind up being a... Oh, no. He's probably a free agent, too, huh? Yeah, Kareem Hunt's a free agent. Let's see Dearness being yeah. a... Yeah, I don't mind. Is there a tight end you have here? Oh, go ahead. The only other guy I was thinking of was Cade Otten. Um, or Ritter. Do I, I I mean, if we're concerned about Purdy and you want to get a third QB, let's just lock up Ritter. Yeah, let's do Ritter. Yeah, so then I guess it's running back, flyer, or tight end three. Right. I like the tight end thing. Let's just go four running backs. You yeah. got Jonathan Taylor. What could go wrong? We got David Montgomery. I mean – feel like we kind of locked up this backfield there the reality is with no rookies especially like this is just a 12 team league right yes so there's gonna be a lot of people who don't have running back points a lot of weeks like a lot of the running backs drafted here are not going to score points this season we're not even gonna have the right backups correct would you go so far as to say running backs don't matter it just doesn't matter we shouldn't have drafted any we could have went with zero running backs So the question is, are you going to talk me into Zach Ertz? Uh, I wasn't going to try to. I was going to float Kate Ott and then see if you tried to talk me into, like, Hunter Henry, who just goes. Yeah, Hunter Henry was the other one I was looking at. Kate Ott, come on What down. about What about Donald Parham with Gerald Everett being a cut candidate? Can Ooh, we ever he's going to get cut. Par- yeah. Everett's going to get cut, but don't they add someone else? Parham said all these concussions. Yeah, let's take Parham. I mean, it's it really kind of doubles down on our bet with Josh Palmer that in this yeah. vision of the future, wide receiver one, wide receiver two, Donald Parham, Josh Palmer. <laughs> XFL legend. XFL starting here in a couple weeks. That's Are you excited time. for that? I'm, yeah, moderately excited. Yeah. You think you're going to follow it? I mean, 
have loose plans too, I guess I would say. I'll, I'll, I'll watch yeah. the games, dude. I, I mean, it's it's football. It's competitive football. I'll get, yeah. you know, some DFS lineups in and watch the games for sure. There you go. There you go. Uh, <coughs> well, know. are you. they going to do DFS? I saw Levitan tweeting about how they're not allowing the stat provider, like, link up. They're going to do DFS. They're just it, As of right now, it doesn't sound like there's going to be live scoring, which would really diminish the – Oh yeah. Obviously the the sweat and enjoyment factor. So yes. and it I think it'll I, those guys are panicked, and I think rightfully so, because interest will wane very, very quickly without live scoring. Yeah. Um, the whole reason that stuff is so fucking addictive is because people pull up the app and are constantly refreshing their their current winnings. Having said that, XFL weekends in the past were four games for the weekend and no overlap in the games. So You'd have a one completed game before another game started. So as far as like late swapping and stuff, you'd still like the scoring to get updated at some point, but it's not like there's multiple games going on that you need to know where you are necessarily. I I agree with you. I'm not a huge I'm like the the watch pot doesn't boil guy, but I do just think for the product in general, um I mean, that's I, I think I'm in the minority. I think the majority of people love to be constantly refreshing. Yeah. And the, the live score. That makes sense. Um, Willis, are you are you saying you love our team or you love yeah. your team? Whose team do you love? <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, guessing that's Willis his team. Either. We got a sauce, Willis. All right, let's sauce Willis. Didn't take Zeke, so that's all the sauce he needs. Diggs, Devonta Smith, Amari, Keenan Allen, Lockett, Lamar. Oh my god, Those, Najee, that's like Kamara, three thirty-year-old receivers. <laughs> you're, you're, oh my god. Oh, and Juju. Good lord. And. And Lenny, oh, this is this team oh, was wow. really good in 2019. I Jerk like how McKinnon. you tossed in. He he tossed in Zonovan Knight like one little vegetable to just a, a plate of absolute and food. Zach Ertz. All of these dudes are over the hill. <laughs> and then you also took Deshaun Watson just to get the negative karma. I mean, yeah, Najee Harris. <laughs> you think he's still worth a seventh round pick? <laughs> Come on, Willis. Willis, once Willis lost his North Star of Zeke, I just feel like his entire drafting acumen just completely went off the rails. Yeah, he was just um, drafting Zeke-like players, but not Zeke. Like Stephanie says, how to replace Zeke with other old-ass dudes. Yep, that's that's what it feels like. Where was our guy here, sacrilegious, who we were like, oh, yeah, you're going to be behind the eight ball at wide receiver, had Chase and Kirk, but then didn't go, and then starts, oh, man, anytime you can have DPJ, wide receiver three, KJ Osborne, wide receiver four. Nico. Nico, the one who got away. Who was this this wide receiver three, DPJ? Oh, no. And then uh, what was it, the 11 hole, or no, the 10 hole. A.J. Brown, three straight running backs. I wanted to see how that finished out. Sutton Zay. Well, who else did he get? I don't know how to say that name, but we've seen that name, obviously, in the draft. Before. I know. He, he kills me. You, we need. I need you to tell us how to pronounce your name. Savatagorin. New York Jets at the end. Is that New York Jets at the end? Yeah, we'll just go Jets. Um, A.J. Brown. Oh, yeah. So he had the three. Barkley, ETN, Stevenson, then Pitt. So got... Cortland Sutton, wide receiver two. Zay Jones is your wide receiver three. 
uh, Rashid Shahid as your wide receiver five after Alec Pierce. <laughs> See, I don't think you can double tap quarterback right there in a in an avalanche. I think you got to hit. I do kind of like how we recovered though. Paris Campbell, Richie James, KJ Hamler, Mac Collins. It's actually not a That's bad way. That's pretty good over there. That's pretty good close. Yeah, that <sighs> team might be competitive. Wait a second. And then added Malik Davis. Only only the four. It was a very hyper fragile build. I like that for early offseason, certainly. But I just think like if I did that, I probably wouldn't take an early QB or an early tight end or probably an early QB. Because then also want to get into the receivers. I'd just be playing late round QB and late round tight end. I think you could do that in the early offseason. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. Um was Willis did Willis win the Piss Boy Award in here? I think he was the one to go the longest in draft. Yeah. Uh, he did he it by five the third straight round. Wide receivers. Yeah. He went to the fifth. For, I will say, Paul, in a piss boy draft. Yeah. Taking a QB at 12. That was ballsy. He was the latest uh, running back, Paul. He doesn't have one on the screen. Mm. Willis took Najee in the seventh, but Paul went QB, five straight receivers, tight end. Where did he go from there? Let's see. He double tapped tight end. Najoku Frymouth went back to White Gibson. Rashad White Gibson Williams. Ooh, I kind of like that. Man, I will I will happily take uh ninth round Rashad White for yeah. sure. And 10th round um, Antonio Gibson, I'm fine with too. Those are 14th round Kenny Pickett. Gibson's gonna play. I don't know where, but he's gonna play. Yeah. The most uh, feels lofty expectations that he's still going to matter this year, but maybe. Yeah. Rob says really excited for my brain to have to adjust to this year's ADP. The world's worst party trick would be having the way too early ADP draft boards memorized inside. Now I want to know the sicko. Who do you, what do you guys think is the person or, or just, what do you think the number is for the person who drafted the most way too early self-contained 12 person drafts? Do you think someone did? Are you muted, Gretch? You're muted. Yes, I am. Sorry. How many drafts it was, you're asking? For I, the I want to know who is the sicko who did like more than a few of these, and what is the number of the person who drafted the most? I, I mean... You think someone drafted 15 of these? Yes. More? I was going to say 50. 50 of these? Yeah. The, the one who drafted the most, the sicko? Like, yeah, probably. There's probably someone out there grinding them. Paul, you did 40. Oh, that's the guess. I was like, I asked people for guesses, and then I was like, you did 42. Um, who, 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 what was the player we were just talking about before you said that? Um, who are we talking about? Well, we we're talking about, uh, oh, Rashad White. Oh, Antonio Gibson. He's up there yeah. in the chat. He's a value. I mean, he's, he's got to be a good value there, right? I think so. Is he a free agent? I mean, Brian Robinson wasn't good. One more year. Yeah, Brian Robinson wasn't that great. I think I'd still take the more athletic Gibson. Sam Howell unlocks the offense. Sam Howell unlocks the offense. There we go. I love it. There we go. Um, yes. Uh this it was good to get get the sea legs underneath. And uh I think the the moral of the story is when you don't like whatever, you know veterans are on the board you just take a rookie yeah I just, right. I just take a name it's super you know? easy 
And <laughs> that cheat code is going to exist for every other draft that we do the rest of the year. It's going to be fun. That's right. And I don't know, it's either a cheat code or a coping mechanism of not facing our own mortality, just continuing to draft rookies over and over. Prefer to be on the optimistic side. <laughs> I like that too. I will say in general though, say when this draft opens up on Friday, and I mean, we were kind of looking at those boards last week. I definitely think I'm more inclined to like spray and pray on running backs, rookie running backs, as opposed to, think you get into a little dicey territory when you're reaching for the more buzzy rookie wide receivers um just in general i think obviously there's exceptions but it kind of feels that way and it doesn't seem like we don't have like a jamar chase level wide receiver prospect in this class no no people are saying it's like one of the worst receiver classes for the high-end talent in several years i saw somebody compare it to the you know, the Laquan Treadwell, Josh Doxson year with, I mean, it had Will Fuller and I think Michael Thomas was in that class, but I saw someone comparing it to that class. And I was like, I mean, I hope it's not that bad. I mean, I, I think there's always these superlatives at this point in the offseason. It's probably not the case, but I don't think the expectation is that there's like a Jamar Chase at all. Um, yeah. I'm hopeful we'll get some big names, though. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get some guys. We'll get some yeah, guys. for sure. And we'll get the running backs. There'll definitely be a lot of fun stuff there. Um, people keep asking me about the when the draft is going to be. Um, I I believe, as I understand it, I think what I'm drafting on stream is the first big board draft, and then the contest will open up. So that's how I understand things. The big board, I believe they said – they haven't announced the time yet. I just know it's going to be Friday night um, there, but I'll pass along more details when I have it. But I'm guessing the contest will fully open up when we jump in. This guy that Chris mentioned, I don't know how to say his name. I was going to say it earlier when you showed the list, but I don't, I don't yeah. know how to say his name. But he's the one that I keep hearing too. Boot? Is it Boot? Bout? It's it's Romeo Dobbs all over again. Oh <laughs> is no! It, is it is it bot? And the OU was was a an O sound last time. Where it was, it's oh here, Boutte, Boutte. I kind of like that. We got Boutte. Yeah. All right, looking for that Boutte. All right, the chat is all about the booty. I mean, it's booty season. Boot, booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Wow. <laughs> I can already see it this summer. Roll the clip. Roll the clip. We're going to stitch it together. Gretch say it. It's booty season. Chasing booty. You know, 2023 is about chasing created, chasing booty. Uh, There you go. Uh, All right, dudes. I got to power this one down tonight because I need to do a few more packing things, get ready for my early flight. I believe, I believe the, uh, the champ himself, Karain will be back in the saddle next week. Who knows? Uh, but I believe yeah, that's the case. He, stay. Like, he might. He might just uh, decide he never wants to come back to reality, which I wouldn't necessarily begrudge him for doing that. Uh, anything else on your end, Ben? Nope. Literally not. All right. Guys, All the fantasy enjoy drafts your... are available for people who want to do those. I got to write the. I got to write a Substack post, but those are available. We'll nice. probably do some mom and fancy stuff. With for the sure. Chip chasing cup, all that in the next few weeks. 
For sure. Uh, appreciate you guys as always. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see uh, you guys in the Discord if you want to become a YouTube member. Otherwise, uh, you guys can catch me on the uh, the Underdog streams this weekend. Hopefully, we'll record some stuff as well. Get that out to you. Seems like we will have a good time there. Hope all of your Super Bowl contests, if you guys got Underdog, Sweats, and uh, all of your action, your prop cards, etc. Hope that all goes well. We'll see you guys next week when we have a Super Bowl champion crowned. Peace.